0: We're all miracles and must make the most of our limited time here. Each of us have these unique gifts to contribute to the world, and it's our job to develop these gifts and give them away. That's why I created the Preschool SLP Podcast. The Preschool SLP is about working smarter to create real change in ourselves and in others. Being an SLP is a mission. It's about showing up every single day. It's about giving all of yourself. It's about evaluating your work. It's about innovating practice to change lives. Every single week, let's discuss topics that matter. What are the game-changing strategies? How can we treat the whole child? How can we create the truest and shiniest versions of ourselves and of our clients? We're here at the drawing board for a reason. You bring your own unique gifts. Together, let's create better. I am so excited about today's episode because we are going to cover the good stuff when it comes to storybook reading. Specifically, we're going to talk about something known as extra textual talk. That's the talk that happens beyond the storybook. So there's two types of extra textual talk. There's extra textual talk that's literal, that's closed-ended. Those are the who, what, where, yes, no, fact questions. That's the kind of talk we're going to want to stay away from. Books are not meant to be something to quiz children and to ask them questions that we that they know and we know the answers to. Instead, we're going to talk about inferential talk. This type of extra textual talk is open-ended. It's inferential and that it promotes complex thinking and complex communication skills. This is something worth talking about and something worth mastering because if we become good at inferential extra textual talk, we are going to significantly improve the thinking, the language, the literacy, and the comprehension skills of the children we're reading to. So when I talk about extra textual talk today, I want you to think about it, not only one-on-one and talking with a child, but also in group discussion, when you're reading a book to an entire group. This is just great stuff that I'm covering today because you know me. I'm not going to cover fluff with you. That's not my style. I'm going to cover the game changers. And today, I'm going to cover the game changer when it comes to storybook reading and literacy development, language development, executive function development, and thinking development. So complex questions, complex comments are going to promote complex thinking and they're going to promote complex language and comprehension skills. So we're going to go for the gold when it comes to storybook reading. So what are we going to cover today? We're going to cover the four E's. These are the four highly effective strategies when it comes to inferential talk and they all begin with the letter E. I'm gonna give you a little background before I get into these four E's. What was my inspiration for this episode? Well, last week, I told you I was in Fort Worth at the Tisha Conference, and it was fabulous. I was so fortunate to be invited as a speaker there. And if I do say so in my talk, My talk, it kind of rocked it. I'm sorry if you missed it, but it really was that good. And I'm happy for those that did make it. It was an amazing talk and it was an amazing experience. Beyond that, the conference was incredible. I walked away with 23 credit continuing education units, and I want to share with you the absolute best presentation there as far as I'm concerned. And that was by Sherry Santabrian. So Sherry Santabrian is from Texas Tech, and she delivered 131 slides in a two-hour period about the fundamentals of language and literacy development for preschoolers. And one of those slides caught my eye, and I'm like, I've got to share this with my tribe. I've got to share this with my people. This is a treasure worth passing on. She was covering the Hannon approach outside of uh, Canada. So you've heard about the Hannon approach. It takes two for ta- to talk for expressive language delays. You've heard about it more than words when it comes to children with autism spectrum disorder. They also currently have out a literacy storybook intervention program for parents and for teachers to better read to children at preschool age. Now it's not all good, as far as I'm concerned. And I went to Sherry Santa and talked to her afterwards about the Hannah approach. And you know what she said? She said, "There's no such thing as a perfect." approach. The canned approaches in themselves, you have to take the good and leave the bad behind. And the Hannon storybook approach is no exception. We can talk about that uh, privately, but there are some weaknesses to it, but there's definitely some strengths. And I'm going to cover the strengths today, those four E's, those highly four effective strategies that will promote high-level thinking, that will promote higher-level language, that will promote executive function skills. Let's talk, let's go higher, because we know that the higher we go, the higher the gains when neuroplasticity is at its highest level. We can change these children's lives. And the research is very clear across the domains of speech, language, literacy, attention, motor development, that higher expectations, higher treatment targets lead to higher gains, period. So I wanna share the good stuff because our time here is short and we're here to change lives. We want to change the next 100 years of the lives of the children we treat. So let's delve in to how we can do that. These four highly effective strategies. So the four strategies, the first thing I'm going to do is tell you what they are. Then I'm going to put these strategies into action with a classic that we all know and love, if you give a mouse a cookie. So First, let's go over the four highly effective strategies that you're going to want to master. And when you master these strategies, it's going to be second nature to talk in an inferential manner with children and develop higher skills as a result. And the research is very clear on this, that not only do you get greater gains, but you're also going to get Less gains if you use those literal questions that we want to stay away from, those literal fact, closed-ended questions that are going to promote one-word answers. These are real turnoffs. No one likes to be quizzed, and no one likes to be asked questions that they know you know the answer to. We got to get away from the literal, extra-textual talk and stick with what we're going to cover today, the high-level, inferential textual extra textual talk so the four go like this number one explain why challenge children to provide explanations for why things are happening in the story number two experience to this Have you experienced something like this that has happened in the story? Can you tell me about your experience? Let's really connect the book to the child's life and make learning so much more meaningful. And we know that when learning is more meaningful, children are gonna learn more quickly and they're gonna remember it. It's gonna be more deeply as well. Number three, emotion. How would you feel if this happened to you? Once again, we wanna bring them into the story to make this a much richer learning experience and make reading more meaningful. And number four, evaluate. Was this a good idea to do this? Would you have done what this character did in the story? Or do you think that he could have done something differently that would have produced different outcomes? So you can also see that these are higher level thinking skills that will help with executive function as well. When you think about explaining why something is happening, it gives children the the inhibitory control in which they think, well, if I did this, then this is what would happen. There's an explanation why. Have they experienced this? When children look on past experiences to make better decisions, how would you feel? Once again, we're looking at inhibitory control in which children before acting, think of the repercussions of the actions and how that would make themselves feel or others feel. In evaluating an idea, once again, that inhibitory control in which thinking before you act, is this a good idea? What would be the consequences of this idea? So we're going very high level at the preschool level in which executive function develops most rapidly and dramatically between the ages of three to five years. So let's go at this level and let's make a difference early on, a huge difference. So I'm going to get into the book if you give a mouse a cookie and I'll give examples along the way. I'm gonna to try to prevent asking questions and instead I'm gonna comment. And I'm gonna do that by saying, I wonder, and I'll talk out loud and let the children know what I'm thinking for them to respond because comments always be questions. So here we go. If you, if you give a mouse a cookie, let's get started. Well, if you give a mouse a cookie, he's gonna ask for a glass of milk. And when you give him the milk, what? He's gonna ask for a straw. Why would he ask for a straw? What do you think? Hmm. I wonder why he would ask for a straw. And the children will pipe up their answers. Hmm. And when he's finished, he'll ask for a napkin. And then he'll want to look in the mirror to make sure he doesn't have a milk mustache. Have you ever had a milk mustache before? I wonder, I'm drinking milk and when you put it down there's milk all over your lips. What? Hmm, I wonder if you've ever had a milk mustache before. And the next one is when he looks in the mirror. He might notice his hair needs a trim. So he'll probably ask for a pair of nail scissors. Hmm. And when he's finished giving himself a trim, he'll want a broom to sweep it up. Oh my goodness, look at that. There's hair all over the sink. And there's hair all over the mirror. And there's hair all over the floor. And look at the boy. He's holding his head down like do you think he's happy that there's hair all over his bathroom? How do you, I wonder how he feels. He has hair all over the bathroom. Hmm. I wonder how you would feel if your bathroom is covered in mouse hair. So there's our emotion. And then let's evaluate, let's see. Oh my goodness. So he'll start sweeping and he might get carried away and sweep every room in the house. He may even end up washing the floors as well. And when he's done, he'll probably need a nap. And you're gonna have to fix a little box for him with a blanket and a pillow. And hmm, let's see, oh, he used a bandana in a tissue box. Hmm, that's a good, that's nice and small for a mouse. What do you think, hmm, is that a good idea? I wonder, is it a good idea to use a bandana for a blanket? And is it a good idea to use a tissue box for a bed? I wonder what else we could use for a blanket. He's using a bandana for the mouse's blanket. I wonder if we could use something else for the blanket to keep him warm. Hmm, let's think about it. What else could we use as a blanket to keep a mouse warm? Hmm, so that's evaluating the idea, seeing if we could come up with something better. Maybe a mitten would keep the mouse even warmer because it's thicker. And then the mouse will be nice and warm. Maybe that would be better than a bandana. Or maybe a shoe would be really nice for a mouse, nice bed, because then it would cover the mouse up. Mm, There's lots of things we could do to make a mouse bed. So this is an example of higher level thinking in explaining why and asking if you've experienced this and asking uh, about emotions that the characters would feel and how you would feel in evaluating ideas presented in the text. This is the good stuff. This is where we wanna focus our efforts, not on the literal language. We don't wanna go low We don't need to race to the bottom. If we work at a low level, we're only improving low level skills. If we work at a higher level, not only improving higher level skills, but there's a cascading effect in which we're also improving the lower level skills by engaging the children. Children who are engaged learn better. Not only do they get the obtain the information better, they also retain the information better. So I want you to take what we covered today, the four E's, roll up your sleeves and get to work and make the world a better place one child at a time.